All right, so that's it. Greg Kelly and the New York City subway system are never going to see each other ever again. That is it. It is over, done with, goodbye. Uh, we had some fun. I met some very interesting, nice people. I met some creeps. I met some weirdos. Again, I met some nice people. And yesterday I met somebody who, quite frankly, I thought was going to stab me in the neck. So uh, I just can't take this chance anymore. Uh, the subway is jam-packed on the weekends. You expect it to be light, lightly loaded, because it's, uh, well, it's the weekend, right? But, no, they cut service back dramatically. So it, it's so weird on a Sunday afternoon. You know, light Sunday afternoon, not much foot traffic, but the subway is jam-packed. And um, I was down there, and, uh, you know, tough to get a seat. And um, But my days of, well, I got a seat, and my wife was with me, and... Our younger daughter was with me, but they were across the way. They were across the, the train car, and uh, everything was fine. Very crowded train, and uh, I was sitting down. And I am one to offer my seat to uh, somebody who needs it. But that doesn't necessarily mean if you're a woman, you need my seat, okay? I'm sorry. The, those days are over. You know, I I did that once. I've done that many times, but then I did it a couple of years ago and she was like, no. And I thought, okay, fine. Yeah. I mean, who am I to assume that I'm stronger and bigger and have more endurance than this, this woman, right? Is that somehow sexist? If you want to be that way, fine. I'll just sit there. If you're pregnant or if you look of a certain age, but even that can get you in trouble, right? You know, elderly, I'm not elderly. What do you mean? You, you, I don't need to sit anyway. So I'm sitting there jam packed train. And this guy, I'm looking at my, I don't know, I was looking down, looking at my phone, whatever. And then I see two gray sweatpant legs just stop and turn right in front of me. And I turn, I look up, and I see this bedraggled guy, dirty T-shirt, ripped, torn all over the place, right? He is looking at me, light right at me, and he's moving his hands like crazy, like he's saying something, but he's not saying anything. And sometimes he's smiling, and then he stops smiling, and then he smiles. And I'm like, I can play it cool in these situations, I'm like, what is it? What? What do you want, sir? Do you need directions? What is it? What is it? Now, he is in my personal space big time. And I had a plan. If he did anything, I was so ready. I was just, and you know what? I don't like doing this, but I was going to, I was going to pick up my legs and kick him hard, right? Kick him to the other side of the train. Granted, he would have bumped into some people, but I, I, I they would have been all right. I just felt, I mean, who who does that? A crazy person does that. And this is not the first time something weird has happened down there. But, you know, I, I can't take it. I cannot do that anymore. I can't take the risk. And if you can afford not to, uh, don't take the risk either. Just not worth it. You can't go anywhere. There's nowhere to go. On the sidewalk, you can sidestep it. On the sidewalk, you can... You have a bunch of different options. You can stop and turn around. I know, right, some of you would... Well, look, I was ready to fight, but he did not He did not punch me. He did not take out a weapon. But who gets right in your face and starts moving their hands wildly? And they were kind of like in my face, other than somebody who's uh, looking for trouble. So um, he stops doing what he's doing. I think in part because I'm like, what do you want? What, what, what is it? What can I do for you? And I think he just wanted me to be scared. And somehow he was going to exploit that. Oh, you see, you're afraid. Why? I'm like, uh, uh, I didn't convey that. Never let them see that. And then he gets, uh, he goes between the subway cars. I was right next to that door. And then he goes through there. And there's another guy out there. So he almost, <laughs> two guys in between the train cars. Lawless down there. It's crazy. 
But it gave me a real, like, you know, what am I doing here? You know, and I, I say, well, the subway is convenient and the subway is cheap. Uh, but you know what would be, would be inconvenient? Uh, getting stabbed in the neck, <laughs> getting into a fight, or just getting, yeah, getting my jaw broken or breaking somebody's jaw. I mean, he didn't mess with me. I think because I'm not the smallest guy in the world. I'm not huge, but I'm not small either. And I wasn't showing any fear. Let's say I, let's say he did something. He took an aggressive move and I punched him and he got hurt. I'd be arrested, right? I would have been arrested potentially. So that would be inconvenient. Getting harmed would be inconvenient. Going to jail would be inconvenient. Yeah. Taking a cab or taking an Uber is more expensive. And I don't like the whole waiting for the cab. I just hate it. I hate the whole waiting for Uber and looking at that stupid thing on your phone. It's very stressful somehow, but I can't go back down there ever again. That's it. Uh, I just. No, nope, 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 no. Too much going on, too much riding on. And then the other thing, you know, you think, okay, well, I'm going to walk everywhere I go. So I'm walking down the street and everything's fine. I happen, I've been, I'm, I'm on a, I'm on my phone and I got a cup of coffee that I'm finished. I'm just about finished and I finish it. So what do I do with the cup of coffee? I throw it in the trash can. What could be wrong with that? Well, you know those guys from, what is it called again, uh, Ready, Willing, and Able in the blue suits? They wear the blue T-shirts and the blue pants. A lot of them are ex-prisoners, and through this group, they empty the trash cans. Well, I didn't mean anything by it. I threw it in the trash can. I did not realize, though, that there was no trash bag at the bottom because the guy had just removed it. He had just taken out the trash, and I immediately saw what I did, but he said at first, you threw it in the... There's no bag there. I said, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't realize. I, And I almost wanted to pick up the cup from the empty trash because there was no bag there. But he had like this big can in the way and I couldn't do it. And he starts muttering nasty words. And I'm like, hey, I said I was sorry. I didn't mean it. I mean, I put it in the trash. And then he starts getting really nasty with the F word and this and that and telling me, you know, I better get lost. And, of course, I wasn't going to get lost right then and there. I had to let him know how I felt, and I had to let him know that I wasn't wrong, and I had to let him know that he had an attitude. And then he had to let me know that I had an attitude. And you see where this is going, right? And then people stop and look, and there's that going on, and now i got people looking, and then there are people who are already judging the situation, right, who somehow think that I'm the bad guy here. Why? <laughs> you didn't see what just happened. You see two people arguing, and you're siding with that guy already? So ready, willing, and able, what the hell is it? Now, I've been seeing these guys for a long time, for about at least a dozen years. Yeah. And I have noticed that these guys are universally nice guys. Nice guys who keep to themselves. I shouldn't say they're nice, but they very much keep to themselves. It's like they're oblivious to the world around them. A lot of them were in jail. And this is like a second chance routine. They're not working for the city. They're working for this group. Ready, willing, and, oh wait, yeah, the John Doe Fund. The Doe Fund, I think it's called. DOE Fund. Now this is, um, this is a little bit of a strange organization in many ways. Um, let's see here. Since 1990, they say we have helped 28,000 homeless, 28,000 homeless and formerly incarcerated men rebuild their lives. Hmm. 28,000 men since 1990. How many? It's a 1,000 men a year, basically, right? I don't know. That's less than a 1,000. Way less than a 1,000 men, people. 
I don't know if that's a, I don't think they're productive enough. Now, I'll tell you something else. Is, is George McDonald still in charge of this program? Because he was at one point, and I noticed that he was making, at, this is a dozen years ago, $500,000 a year. That's a lot of money for a nonprofit. Then he ran for mayor, and everybody saw that he was a grouchy jerk. And sometimes, look, we need charitable organizations, and many of them do amazing work. And I'm not saying, like, you know, again, all of these guys have struck me over the years as, like, on the right path somehow. Then again, I don't know much about the program. Uh, and I just got the, you know, <laughs> I didn't like what happened to me. So I don't know if I want a guy who just got out of jail on my, near me, uh, cleaning the trash. Do you know what I mean? I would like to, I, 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 sorry, all about second chances, but I don't know. When you get yourself in trouble by throwing trash in the trash can, yeah, I know that prison is weird and there are new rules there and all, you gotta go by the code of the prison yard and all that stuff. Uh, but throwing trash in the trash can isn't really, um, all that bad, you know, so I, 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 I know it takes a long time to assimilate. Hmm.